Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Thank you so much for journeying with us for another week. And our topic on today is a movement mindset getting past the barriers to self-growth, a movement mindset, getting past the barriers to self-growth. So we are in a time in a season that is historic, and it is historic in a global way, in a national way, locally and internally. And in order for us to make the most of this season, in order for us to truly awaken and be open to transformation, it requires addressing and pressing through the barriers to activation, to growth, to awareness. There are some psychological barriers that keep us from coming home to ourselves and that keep us from living the fullness of life. And I am excited about us recognizing those barriers within us. And I'm excited even more about the breakthrough for us to get to the other side of this journey really is an internal process that will result in manifestation. So many people can say that they are transformed or that they are woke or that they are engaged uh, or that they are conscious. And it is important for us to consider not just what we label ourselves, the titles or the descriptions or the adjectives that we embrace or name, but it is even more important for there to be fruit. So the question becomes, how are you living? How are you living in your homecoming? How are you living out your growth? How are you living out your transformation? How are we living out our awareness. And these times in particular, as people talk about uh, being allies, uh, one of the important teachings of allyship is it is not just a title that you can claim for yourself. It is for the community to indicate that you, by your behavior and by your consistency, have been an ally to them. And so likewise, when we talk about uh, compassion, it is one thing for me to label myself a compassionate person, 
But if the people around me are not reaping that, the benefit of that, if they are not seeing the fruit, uh, it means the seed may be present, but there is a lot more growth and watering and nourishment that has to take place for it to go from an idea to realization. And so it is a gift of hope and of effort, of faith and of effort to see the unfolding of who we are becoming. So if you are interested in moving forward, if you are interested in going deeper, if you are interested in your own socio-political, psychological, spiritual homecoming, if you are ready to be awakened, then we need to identify what are the mental blocks to my movement and growth so that I can truly live out an abundant life. So when I consider that, one of the first barriers that I want us to consider to having a mindset for movement and growth is fear. And fear can keep us stuck and stagnant. And I want to say as a psychologist that is committed to liberation and committed to decolonizing and committed to uh, womanist psychology, that I recognize our fears are not self-generated, that there are some frightening experiences that we have lived through and or that we have witnessed that have had an imprint on our awareness. And so let us consider that it makes sense that many of us fight fear every day when we consider the pervasiveness of family violence, community violence, sexual assault, racism, sexism, heterosexism, classism, when we consider the pervasiveness of war and of human trafficking and intimate partner violence, when we consider the impact of those on our lives, intergenerational trauma, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, physical assault and abuse, it makes sense that many of us have to battle the fear that we have gone to war against fear. And I want you to know that even showing up each week with the Homecoming Podcast takes courage because this is an invitation for self-reflection and a place for us to be honest with ourselves about where we are and how we really are doing. And so we can often instead go to distraction or procrastination instead of addressing, confronting our fears. I encourage you on today to think about 
the things that you were afraid to face that you faced and that you were able to overcome. You have a testimony, a track record of events, people's experiences that were frightening and yet here you are. And we are mindful of needing to strategize against the external threats and barriers. Because when we talk about fear, it is one thing when I have escaped some circumstances and now it is my conditioning and programming that I am trying to fight through. It is another thing if I am still in a context, a society, a circumstance where those threats are very much still alive. So as we think about confronting our fears, I want to invite you to consider both what that means for you internally, as well as the need for any external shifts in your environment, in your context, in your relationships, so that there can be safety for me to be able to break through my fears. So a part of our work for having a growth mindset is to really be honest about what is my fear about the other side of this? What are the things that keep me shrinking? What are the things that keep me paralyzed? And can I begin to imagine myself, visualize myself breaking through my fears? I want you to honestly get a picture in your head of the things circumstances, situations you are afraid of, and then to picture yourself confronting and shifting through, breaking through those barriers. Can you see you? That's a good question on today, because until I can picture it, until I can visualize it, it will seem impossible to me. So can I picture myself speaking up about racism in public or in private conversations? Can I picture myself writing the book? Can I picture myself going for the audition? Can I picture myself starting the nonprofit? Can I picture myself glorying in my own existence, appreciating my own voice and my own image? Can I picture myself surrendering to the fullness of my spiritual gifts? I mean, can I see me flowing in the fullness of who I am and who I was born to be? That's a part of your work, our work this week is to get a picture in your mind that is not the you that shrinks, that is not the you that is silenced, that is not 
the you that feels powerless and hopeless or trapped, but to see yourself shining, soaring, speaking, manifesting, to see it. Because once I see it, I can start to move toward it. Another barrier that we face in having a movement mindset is uh, denial. When I am in denial about the issues, the problems, the dysfunction, the oppression that exists in my current circumstance, then I will not be activated to roar. I will not be activated to take my position. I will not be activated to launch because I have made myself adjust to dysfunction and become comfortable with chaos. Isn't that something? How things that are outrageous can become normative. How things and situations and relationships that are ridiculous, that are demeaning, that are destructive, can become our everyday lives. And so in order to move out of this space, to break through, to break out, I have to actually see the chains. I have to actually see the cage. I have to actually recognize the ways I have been boxed in mentally, culturally, financially, spiritually, socially. Can we see the ways in which we have been limited, shut off, sabotaged, can we see the ways we have had a ceiling placed over us and then in some ways place ceilings, additional ceilings on ourselves? And so to get a movement mindset, a growth mindset requires an awareness And many people have been talking about being woke and staying woke. And I want to offer for you that being woke requires an awareness. It requires compassion and it requires activation. So I want to ask you on today, what do you know? What do you see? What have you learned lately? Because a growth mindset and a movement mindset is not uh, relying on what I discovered 10 years ago, right? This is a lifelong journey, a continuous journey. And so if I want to really push past denial and I really want to be woke, then what am I willing to see, even though it may be painful to acknowledge? Who am I ready to hear that I have not been hearing? And even what are, what is the voice within me speaking, saying, feeling that I have not fully acknowledged? 
Where are the unshed tears, the unexpressed scream within me? So the awareness is both internal and external. What do I see out there that I had not been tuned into before? And what do I see in me that I had been in denial about? And then I have compassion for myself, knowing that growth and movement are a process and a journey. And where I am does not have to mean that this is where I will remain. So I can release the judgment and condemnation and I can get to activation. So when I really see something, it will cause me to say something. (laughs) When I see something, it will cause me to do something. And so when I am awakened out of denial, I'm going to show some sign. I'm going to show some fruit. I'm going to show some evidence. So I've shared in a prior episode, the African proverb that says, when you pray, move your feet. When you pray, move your feet. So whatever I am aware of, whatever I am wanting, visualizing, imagining for both my inner world and my outer world, compassion, love, will mobilize me into action so that there can be manifestation. So we break through our fears and visualize ourselves. We break through denial and get to our awareness and that level of being woke that then is demonstrated not for performance, but for transformation. And then another barrier to our growth and movement is defensiveness. When I am not open to feedback, when I am uncomfortable and unwilling to see myself, then I cannot grow because I do not have what some may call a teachable spirit. And I want you to know, even as a professor or a psychologist, I continue to strive to be teachable because there is so much to learn continuously. And so we have to humble ourselves so that we don't operate out of ego and defensiveness and trying to uh, justify our dysfunction so that we do not justify the ways that we have caused harm so that we do not try to justify and explain away the ways in which we have been disconnected from ourselves and from others. And so we release the defensiveness and take on humility, openness, and a desire to learn. When I am hungry, when I have an appetite for new wisdom, 
and new knowledge, I show up in the space capable of receiving. And some of us have been stuck because it has been so painful to look at ourselves or because we grew up with people who were so critical or grew up in a society that uh, has been so critical and devastating of who we are individually or culturally. And as a result, sometimes we keep our shields up so high that we cannot even see ourselves. And so I encourage you, as you are seeking to make moves, to be able to show up for truth, be able to show up even for yourself in honesty and in transparency so that I can get clear about the ways I may have gotten in my own way so that I can become clear about the ways in which I may have an imposter syndrome of believing I do not belong or am not worthy of being in particular spaces so that I can become aware of what I have been holding on to that is not true. And so we break through the defensiveness and dare to be able to hear, receive, digest, integrate truth. And then there is uh, the challenge in terms of the movement of motivation. And it is hard to stay motivated when you don't feel you see growth or movement. And one of the challenges that we face is our eyes become trained to the big aha moments, the drastic changes. What is the show? Uh, the extreme makeover, extreme home makeover, right? So we can see that and we are looking for that. But in therapy, one of the things, one of the skills uh, that clients can learn is how to see to notice within themselves and around them the incremental changes, to be able to notice the subtle shifts. When I have a different thought, when I respond differently than I usually would, when uh, emotionally I am shifting. So the way that I can stay motivated is to be able to see the internal and external progress. You know, in relationships, whether you're talking about parenting or romantic relationships or being a teacher, when, when people believe that you are impossible to please or when people believe that nothing will ever be good enough and that they are not good enough, then usually uh, people will stop trying because they get discouraged and lose motivation. And so we need to cultivate this when we think about our relationship with ourselves in terms of my internal progress, 
and also my commitment to external movements, right? The movement for justice, right? The movement for equity, the movement for healing, uh, the movement for empowerment, that in order for me to stay motivated in my internal homecoming and motivated about the work I am doing for a larger change, I have to train my eyes, my heart, my spirit to be able to see the shifts, to be able to see the progress, to be able to see the cracking before the breakthrough, to be able to hear that and feel that Because when I can hear, feel, and know that, it nourishes me to keep going forward. It nourishes me to know that more is possible, that greater and deeper are possible, that I can be at home with me, and that collectively we can create dynamic and sustainable transformation in the world around us, in our relationships, in our systems and institutions and structures. And so I want to ask you on today, what shifts or growth have you noticed within yourself? What can you acknowledge on this journey home that where you are seated right now, this time, this place, this moment, in your life's journey that maybe a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, you would not be in this place or you would not have this awareness or you would not um, be able to move in the ways in which you are currently moving. I want to invite you to appreciate those growth points within yourself. Often our minds go to what is not right in us and around us. Some of us are raised for that, to constantly look for the gaps. And there is a skill and an importance to being able to see the gaps. But I wonder, can your heart also see the indwelling? Can your heart see the filling in? Can your heart see the movement? And in order to grow internally and to create growth externally, it requires that capacity to see it within yourself. So on today, we make commitments to breaking through fear, breaking through denial, breaking through defensiveness, and breaking through a loss of motivation with a real belief, awareness, and inner knowing that we can get there while we appreciate where we are on the journey. And so in my uh, tradition, people would often say, I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I was. (laughs) I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I was. 
And I want to even invite you to appreciate where you are in this moment because oftentimes we are so stressed about not being over there that we can miss some of the beauty that's in right here. There is something sacred, special, beautiful, even with all of the terror, trauma, medical threat, all of that going on. Uh, there is something for us to see in this present moment within us and around us. And I hope that you will tune in your eyes to see it. As we move, as we grow, as we come home, I invite you to take a cleansing breath. And because we often hold stress in our bodies, I invite you to stretch way up high to the sky and letting your arms come down. And I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>